We are glad you could join us today for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. This program is dedicated to teach you how to put the Word of God to work so that it will make a positive difference in the everyday circumstances of your life. And now, here's Charles Caps. Now, we're talking about understanding what we know. We know that Jesus lived on this earth. He was the Word of God personified. He was the Word of God in person form. He showed us what God's Word could do on this planet in flesh, blood, and bone form. He was the master of every situation. But now Jesus supplied the need of all the apostles and all the disciples. Had 82 people working in his ministry, supplied all their need. But then one day Jesus walked up and said, You'd be better off if I'd go away. And I can just see old Peter saying, Dear God, we'll have to go back to fishing. <laughs> but Jesus went away. And he's seated at the right hand of the Father until his enemies have made his footstool. But now the Apostle Paul in Romans the 10th chapter. Turn to that, Romans chapter 10. Verse 6. He says, But the righteousness which is of faith speaketh on this wise. Say not in thy heart, Who shall ascend into heaven? That is to bring Christ down from above. Who shall descend into the deep? That is to bring Christ again from the dead. Well, now let's stop a minute. Who in the world would say that? Have you ever said, Lord, come down and touch me? Then that's exactly what you said. Oh, if we could just get Jesus back in his physical form so he could do something for me. Paul said the righteousness which is of faith wouldn't say that. But what would it say? Verse 8 tells you what it would say. But what saith it? The word is nigh thee. It's even in thy mouth and in thy heart. That is the word of faith which we preach. That is the word that's filled with faith which we preach. That is the word that's filled with the divine energy of God that'll cause the manifestation of the promise. In other words, it's the seed for what you need. In other words, Jesus is not here anymore in physical flesh, blood, and bone body. He dwells in you in the person of the Holy Spirit, but he sent his word. And his word will do the same thing as if he were here. See, Psalms 107 verse 20 said, God sent his word and healed them and delivered them from their destruction. Now notice it didn't say God sent his word to heal them. It said God sent his word and healed them. In other words, as far as God's concerned, it did it. And it delivered them from their destruction. But a lot of them didn't get delivered. A lot of them didn't get healed. Now why is that? Because they didn't receive the word. They didn't know about the word. Just like all sinners could be saved, but all sinners are not saved. See, God's done everything necessary for that. Now, let me remind you of something Paul said over here in the 12th chapter of Romans in verse 3. He said, God has dealt to every man the measure of faith. But then in another place, Paul says, all men have not faith. So God gave to every man the measure of faith. Now, notice he didn't say a measure, he said the measure. Now, let me ask you something. How do you measure faith? Do you have a quart or do you have a bushel? Or do you have a ton? Or do you have a kilo? The only way that I know that you can measure faith is by the amount of word that's in you. Because faith is in the word. Isn't that right? Paul said, so then faith cometh by hearing the word. So if you hear the word and receive faith, then it depends on how much word is in you. How much faith is in you. 
Isn't that right? So if God's word is filled with faith, it must be filled with faith. You couldn't get any faith out of it if it didn't have any faith in it. So if God's word is filled with faith, it depends on how much word's in you, how much faith is in you. You can take an individual that's brought up in a denominal church and they say, oh yes, God will save you. Just repent and God will save you. Boy, they can get you saved in a minute. But now they may turn around and tell you, if you're sick, well, God doesn't heal anymore. That went out with the apostles. Well, now what's wrong? Here's a fellow that has great faith in the area of salvation, but over in the area of healing, he don't have any faith at all. You know why? Because he don't have any word in him concerning that. He has the word somebody told him about. It. He knows what they said and somebody heard they thought they said and the Bible said about it. <laughs> but see, he doesn't have God's word for it. See, that's the only place you can get faith, which is a substance of the thing, is from the word itself. That is the seed of it. All things begin with the word. God framed the world with his words. And whether you realize it or not, you're framing your world with words daily. Words spoken out of your mouth create in you an image that you will live out in the days to come, the reality of that image that's being formed by your words inside you. Now, if your words agree with God's word, then you're on the right track. But if your words are contrary to God's word, you're forming a false image inside you that you will live out in the days to come. Because that image inside you will direct you and guide you in the affairs of life. Whether it's right, wrong, or indifferent. The word creates an image inside you. And that image will cause you to live out the reality of that. The word is the seed. And the way you plant the seed is by speaking it. Now let me show you how that the things that the Apostle Paul taught, the things that Jesus taught, all run concurrently together, fit together, dovetail together, and make us understand how the kingdom works. Go with me to Luke's Gospel, the 17th chapter. Let's begin with verse 3. Jesus is speaking. He said, Take heed to yourselves. If thy brother trespass against thee, rebuke him. If he repent, forgive him. If he trespass against thee seven times in a day, and seven times in a day, turn again to thee, saying, I repent, thou shalt forgive him. And the apostles said unto the Lord, Increase our faith. <laughs> I guess so. I mean, a fellow does the same thing seven times in a day. You don't want to forgive him. You want to bust his jaw, you know. Now, one writer said 70 times 7. That just puts it out of reach, you know. That's what Jesus was trying to do, just show you that you can't do it naturally. Impossible to do that naturally. Now, the apostles understood something that we haven't understood, that we can do by faith what we can't do any other way. So they said, well, Lord, if we're going to have to do that, we're going to have to have more faith. Now, listen to the words of Jesus, the master teacher. He said, if you had faith as a grain of mustard seed. Now, let's just forget the word mustard. We've got so involved with that, we missed the whole point. If Jesus had been to England, Arkansas, he'd have said, if you had faith as a cotton seed. See, we don't know anything about mustard. We know something about cotton seed or rice seed or soybean seed. But he's just talking about faith as a seed. If you had faith as a seed... You would say. Now, the King James says you might say. The Greek says you would say. And it would obey you. You would say to the sycamine tree, be plucked up by the root, be planted in the sea, and it would obey you. 
Now this is the words of Jesus. Fellas, you don't need more faith. That's not what your problem is. He said, if you had faith as a seed, you would say. It's not great faith you need. You just need faith as a seed. Where do you get faith as a seed? From the Word. Amen. From the Word, the seed is in itself. The ability to cause the manifestation of the promises in the seed itself. That's the only place you can get faith for the promises out of the promise itself. The only place you can get an orange seed is out of an orange. The only place you're going to get a cotton seed is out of a bowl of cotton. The only place you'll get faith for the promise of God is out of the promise of God. Now there's enough faith in this verse right here to make this work for you in your life. Somebody said, well, what's the sycamine tree have to do with it? It was just an object lesson Jesus was giving them. It's probably a tree in their pathway. And they had to go around it. He said, fellas, if you had faith as a seed, you could say to this obstacle in your path, be plucked up by the root, be planted in the sea, and it would obey you. He's telling them how powerful their words are if they believe. Now remember Jesus said, all things whatsoever you ask in prayer, believing you shall receive. But see, faith will work without prayer. He didn't say anything about praying about this tree. He said, say to it, be plucked up by the root. Now, let's bring this into context and the intent of what Jesus is saying. Now remember, the problem is unforgiveness because I'll guarantee you, if the fellow does seven times in one day, you're going to be in unforgiveness. You and me. (laughs) (laughs) And Jesus tells you how to plant the seed by saying to remove that obstacle from your path and cause it to be cast into the sea and not hinder you anymore. Now some of you sitting in this service tonight, you've been saying for years, I just can't forgive them, you don't know what they did to me. No, I don't know what they did for you. I know what unforgiveness will do for you. It'll turn you over to the tormentor. And all your praying and all my praying and we can lay hands on you to rub all the hair off your head and it won't change a thing (laughs) until you forgive. But brother Caps, I just can't forgive. How long you been saying that? Well, 29 years now. Worked real good, didn't it? Jesus said you can have what you say if you believe not, not in your heart. And you said you couldn't forgive and you can't forgive. Isn't that amazing? Now, Jesus tells you how to solve any problem that you face right here by the principle of the kingdom. If you had faith as a seed, now where are you going to get the faith as a seed? From the promise. There's enough faith in this verse right here, verse 6, to cause any mountain, any tree, any obstacle, any problem that you face to be plucked up and cast away from you and never hinder you anymore. But if you have faith as a seed, he says, you will say. I appreciate so much you joining us for the Concepts of Faith broadcast today. Now, before I leave the broadcast, let me remind you, our offer all of this week will be CD offer number 7131. It's entitled, Jesus, the Seed of Righteousness. A single CD for $8 plus $3 postage and handling. A total of $11. That's offer number 7131, Jesus, the seed of righteousness. You remember in John, the 15th chapter, Jesus said, I am the true vine, my father is the husbandman. Husbandman means farmer.
So his father is a farmer. So God is a farmer, and he knows how to plant what he needs. When he wanted righteousness back in the earth after the fall of man, he instigated a farm program to plant his son in the earth and to bring forth righteousness in this planet. Every branch, he said, in me beareth fruit. Now, notice that he says in verse 5, I am the vine, and ye are the branches. He that abideth in me, and I in him, the same bringeth forth much fruit. For without me ye can do nothing. So God is a farmer. He knows how to produce what he needs. When Eve sinned and Adam committed high treason, turned the earthlies over to the enemy, then God had a problem on his hands. So he planted the seed of righteousness in the earth. Jesus was the seed that he planted. In Galatians, the third chapter, it tells us Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law, that the blessing of Abraham might come upon the Gentiles through Jesus Christ. Verse 16 says, Now to Abraham and his seed were the promises made. He saith not unto seeds as many, but seed as one, and to thy seed which is Christ. But in verse 29 says, If ye be Christ, then are ye Abraham's seed and heirs according to the promise. So Jesus was the firstborn among many brethren. You're the secondborn, thirdborn, fourthborn. Somewhere your number's in there if you've been born again. That's all for number, 7131. It's a single CD for $8 plus $3 postage and handling, a total of $11. We have a toll-free order line, 1-877-396-9400. Until tomorrow, this is Charles Capps reminding you that the enemy is defeated, God is exalted, and yes, Jesus is coming soon. To order the product offered today, call 1-877-396-9400 or write Charles Capps. P.O. Box 69, England, Arkansas, 72046. A complete list of CDs, books, and DVDs are available online at charlescaps.com. Through the website, you can listen to this radio program again and subscribe to our podcast. This broadcast is sponsored by Charles Caps Ministries and our listeners in this area.